Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 971 FM Talk Podcast. I'm Nobody but about me. Why you got to give me a fight? Can't you just let it be? I'm alright. We're alright. Hope you're alright. It is Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. I'm Mark Cox, along with my partner Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman in here. Pew pew. Running the music today. Great job, Carl. Thank you. Absolutely. Bo, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I do want to interject here that uh, it is August, AR uh, August at uh, Razorback Armory in De Pere on Manchester Road. A lot of people are like, wow, it's right there off Manchester and 270. Uh, they are celebrating August. Well, I'm calling it August, but uh, uh, any parts, accessories, you want a new trigger, you want optics or whatever for your AR, uh, they've got great deals going on right now. And if you've never been to Razorback Armory, you're going to love it. Start your journey, get their directions at RazorbackArmory.com and tell them Bo sent you in. All right. Yeah. Hey, we got a great show lined up for you today. Going to have a little outdoor recreation we're going to be talking about. Going to have a little indoor training we're going to be talking about, uh, particularly for the ladies. And that's important, right? Uh, it's something we've we've addressed a few times here on the show, uh, but maybe not as specific as what we're going to get into today with our guest. Uh, specifically, ladies, if you conceal carry or you want to conceal carry and you're wondering where to conceal it on your body. We're going to have some uh, some good advice for you, Bo. You know, I, I will tell you this. I, I compare this to, and maybe I'm a chauvinist, I don't know, but back in the day when I think it was Weber Chevrolet featured, hey, come see Barb, our salesperson, uh, you know, and they were pleading to women to come buy from another woman. I think training for guns uh, by a woman is different because when my wife and I took the uh, CCW class in Florida, I remember walking out of the training and my wife looking at him at that me and going, man, that guy was a lot. I mean, you know, it, it could be intimidating. <laughs> and uh, so I think uh, that experience being trained by another woman might be a little bit more friendly of an experience for you. So I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good conversation. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. So we got that coming up for you today on the show as well. We'll talk about a, a great uh, opportunity to get out and play some golf and uh, earn um, raise, help raise money. You might earn something. You might, you might win a golf cart. Uh, that's one of the uh, items they're going to be uh, raffling off. Those are not cheap. No, like probably eleven or twelve grand. Some of the big ones, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's it's for the uh, guns and hoses and backstoppers. So we're going to talk to my buddy Bobby Jones about that. He's leading that charge. Uh, but you don't have to play golf to win the golf cart. So we'll tell you about how you can get involved with that. <laughs> so, so Bo, I, I have to ask uh, a question here um, because you sent a message, text message out to us the other night about some mosquito uh, repellent. Now, I don't know if you're marketing this stuff or what, but I'm in my backyard with my grandson this week, oh, no. and I was getting eaten up by these little noceums, and uh, which I hate. It's awful. It is, it is awful. But if you've got a solution here, I need you to share this with the people. 
okay, um, we've all, you know, accidentally sprayed off in our mouth or, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to get, you know, body coverage or whatever. A few years ago, I uh, I was listening to the Duck Dynasty uh, guys, Phil Robertson, and, uh, and they were, I don't know, they were just talking about bugs in Louisiana, where they live, where it's swampy. And we're a little swampy right here in the Midwest. And they said that they used Victoria's Secret's bombshell perfume. Um, and it deters mosquitoes. So I'm sitting on the on the deck the other night, and we a couple of years ago when I heard this, we did order a bottle, and it was not cheap. It was like eighty bucks for a small bottle. I sent wow. you guys a picture of it. Uh, it was a lot, but I'm thinking, hey, Phil Robertson, man of God, he's not going to lie. And I'll tell you what, the stuff works, but you smell, you know, like a nursing home elevator. <laughs> but uh, I mean, for as much as you got to put on, uh, but highly recommended if your wife's not uh, going to take your man card, if you put on a little Victoria's Secrets bombshell, highly recommended. I mean, how many times have you taken a shot of Centronilla and that doesn't work either? Yes, well, true. And they also said Skin So Soft worked for a while, but that was only through Avon. And I don't even know if they even make that anymore. So I guess it's the flowery smells that they don't it, like. I don't it know. tends to be know. trendy, right? I remember I remember growing up and my dad took me fishing up in Minnesota, northern Minnesota somewhere, you know, land of a thousand Where Bo lakes. was born. Yeah, and and no. I <laughs> No. No. And, I was born in Japan, grew up in Minnesota. Thank you. And wow. I I specifically remember that we had to have this certain kind of 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 spray a uh, deep woods off kind of stuff that had deet in it or something like that so we covered yeah. covered ourselves with it and we walked into the woods carrying this canoe we had to walk through a wooded area to get to the lake and uh you could hear the mosquitoes humming like when we entered <laughs> when we entered the woods and they ate us up it, it didn't whatever we had on did not work at all so if it cost me 80 <laughs> bucks a bottle I might be willing to try that. I just have to tell if you. If it works. If, if it, it works, works. It works for it, it works for me. It doesn't do much for the romance uh, when I'm wearing <laughs> it, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, it, it does work. It, it Again, Bombshell by Victoria's Secrets. I'm guessing they still sell it, but... Uh, uh, we've 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 milked this uh, bottle along because it's $80. Yeah, no uh, kidding. But a few spritz and you're off to the races, so that's my recommendation. Well, you know... Either, either that or some old spice. You don't think that'll work? That's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's when you spray it in your mouth. That's the worst. <laughs> that, you know, that's they overspray. The worst. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> um, I, 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 I know we want to talk about uh, the fish. Uh, and I just can't even believe that you can win this kind of money. So I saw this story and I, I passed it along to Bo and to Carl. Did, did, a guy in Maryland is in a fishing tournament. This is pretty. So it's off the coast. It's ocean fishing, right? Um, up near Ocean City, Maryland. I've been there. It's a lovely and, beach, and it's a it's a billfish tournament, which means they're you're getting rewarded for catching fish that have a a bill, right? And there was a shortage. Apparently, not many people caught marlins this year. It was a five day competition. It ended on August twelfth. The dude that won caught a a white marlin. Which apparently is a fairly rare. It's more rare. rare than a regular marlin, right? Regular marlins get to be five or six hundred pounds. The white marlin is a smaller fish. So this record-setting marlin only weighed seventy-seven pounds. He said it was like the Super Bowl <clears throat> of fish. Right, right. So, but but it was a it was a world record uh, at seventy-seven pounds because they apparently just don't get that big. Uh, he won $4.4 million in that fishing tournament. 
for snagging that fish. Unbelievable. 77 and a half pounds. Yeah. I mean, we have catfish bigger than that in this area, but <laughs> I know. that's a that's pretty cool. And uh, throughout the 50-year existence of this tournament, they, they've doled out uh, more than $86 million in prize money. Uh, Mark, I'm just going to say we ought to go on vacation, do a little offshore fishing to get practiced uh, up for I think, next year. I think I'm with you. How would you that's feel about huge. this? So so the guy that won the for the biggest blue marlin caught one that weighed 511 pounds. <laughs> And he only got one point two million. I'd feel only. a little ripped off, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you think about that. And how much does the government take off of that? Most of these guys own their own boats, right? <laughs> the the cabana was the one this guy was in who caught the uh, the five hundred eleven pound marlin. Lord knows how much they've got invested in those boats. Ocean going boats that you can take huge groups out on them, and they, 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 the boats probably cost seven or eight hundred thousand. All he's doing at this point is recouping his expenses. Right. I mean, I'm right. not crying for it, him. That's a good. That's a. <laughs> that's a hell of a prize. Well, and then other and, people and, got like somebody got a 71 pound wahoo that got 24 and a half thousand, and then somebody got a, a almost 60 pound dolphin fish and got 31.7 thousand. And the other guy got a 250 pound tuna, and caught one got 1.2 million dollars. They gave away six million dollars that day for Charlie the Tuna. What did it cost him? They Get must in. have had some huge sponsorship. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, or it cost a lot of money to enter. But that'd be—I'd love deep sea fishing. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of your uh, your stuff in your fish story. <laughs> yeah, I, I I caught a sailfish one time in in Mexico. If you missed that story a few weeks back, and the guys convinced me it was it was a pretty rare catch. I didn't think I'd ever catch anything that big again. And I decided to have it mounted, only to find out later that the $250 I put down that day uh, was about, I don't know, an eighth of the total cost by the time I got the thing crated and shipped to me from Florida. It was really a disaster the whole way around. I've still got the fish, and I'll never get my wife has tried to throw it away a couple times. I'm like, I paid 1200 bucks for that thing, and I am not letting you get out of here. With ever. It. Ever. Stay in and right where here. is Please it today? It, it is it's, it is in the basement, hanging on the wall, where nobody ever goes for the most part. And it will be <laughs> next to you in your grave. My my son goes down there, you know, when he when he was still living at home to play video games. We don't spend a lot of time in the basement, although now that my daughter's uh, in high school, maybe she'll be down there some more, scaring the kids. Yeah. And that fish made it to Mizzou for four years. It's got a college degree. When my kid went to Mizzou, he took the fish with him because they thought it was cool. It had various pieces of clothing, as you can imagine, hanging off of it over the years. Now it's back in my basement. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know, your son has a house now. He could take it with I him tried. to the new house. I tried. They didn't think it fit in with their, you know, uh, late the decor? college decor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now they're serious working men and they have... They're after other game. Let's put it that way. Ah, ah. The females don't care for the fish. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently it's not. It's not something that's uh, that's luring women. So my wife would agree with that. She didn't like. She it wants either. it out. That, that's why it's in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I do enjoy texting back and forth with you guys to figure out what we're going to talk about on the show. Uh, Smith and Wesson CEO came out with a strong statement. And uh, I actually, I, I got a little flavor of uh, uh, Star Wars here because it was almost mm-hmm. like, uh, it, no, and I bring that up because 
he said, we are going to be here. Smith & Wesson is going to be here as, as much as we are, you know, propagated and, and uh, everything, that we are going to be here for, you know, centuries to, to make sure that you have the ability to protect yourself. And I thought of you, Carl, because you're a big Star Wars fan. I am. It's almost like a, a voice from the past. Uh, hundreds of years, Smith & Wesson will still be around. Nice. Love my Smith & Wesson. I love that. Good stuff. Google Google the letter to uh, see the whole letter. It's, it's fantastic. We'll do it. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk to Elizabeth Starks. She's an NRA-certified trainer. She's going to talk to us about some of the classes they have at the range, St. Louis West, specifically for women. It's all straight ahead on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. How fitting on the Second Amendment radio and the great outdoors, we're talking uh, 2A and we're talking training. And specifically, uh, we're talking about training for the ladies. And I think that's great, Bo, because uh, we've had a guest on before uh, who traveled out of state to get some of that training. But it's important to know it's available right here at home. It really is. And uh, the, the story that always comes to mind for women who carry guns that are not trained there's a story of somebody that I know that I was at my poker bash uh, last year, and uh, I, we were raffling off guns. You you were you were there. I was. There. And uh, she goes, oh, I have a concealed carry already. And I was like, oh, cool. And she wanted to show it to me. So she opens up her purse and showed it to me. I said, wow. I said, how often uh, have you gone out shooting that? And she goes, I've never shot it. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember that. Get rid of that. I remember that. Get it out of your purse. Yeah. So anyway, so, yeah, it is so important for men and women um, and if you identify with an umbrella, that you need, you need to train, too. <laughs> Let's talk to my friend Elizabeth Starks. Uh, she is one of the uh, trainers at the Range St. Louis West uh, out in Baldwin, and it's always great to get her on here on Manchester Road there. And Elizabeth, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Great Great to get you uh, back on the radio. I had you on my show earlier this week, which gave me the idea that, you know what, Elizabeth needs to come on and talk to our audience on Second Amendment Radio because you gave us such uh, such great information and um, tell us a little bit about your your approach to to training specifically the classes you have that are focused on women. Yeah, um, so really the curriculum is the same as my co-ed classes, and um, so we cover all the same materials, but we do definitely talk more deeply about some topics. I think it's assumed that a woman can pick up a gun or any defensive tool for that matter. And, you know, use it the same way as a man would, would typically look at a tool like that. I think it's, it's normal for men to pick up a tool like that and, and just, 
you know, send loud, send lead downrange. Easy day. Yeah. Um, I think women have a little bit more of an apprehension to a different mindset that we have to overcome. Yeah. Do, do you get that feedback from people? I mean, what, what are some of the what are some of the concerns that that people raise? Let's say in your first time gun owner class uh, for if it's if it's a women's only class. Um, mostly it's well, a lot of them have never even seen a gun before. Wow, you know, like in in person, um, and if they have, it's just you know, it's just a scary thing. And I bring up the fact a lot that. If you consider all the the movies and uh, TV and media and everything, you rarely see someone shooting a gun for fun. And it's hard to learn something, especially something that's capable of lethal force, um, envisioning someone at the end of your barrel. So I I try to remove the scary aspect of it and try to put my passion into my teaching so that women can also realize that it's a fun thing to do because training is, is so important. And if it's a terrifying thing, you're not going to train. And if you don't train, then if a critical situation does happen, it's, it's terrible. So I, I just try to put a spin on it to make it a, le- a less scary thing and a more fun thing. Um, the self-defense mindset is a, a completely different topic. And then shooting guns is its own topic. Elizabeth, Bo Matthews here. Uh, I heard your uh, conversation uh, on 2A Tuesday, and it was fantastic. Um, uh, you, you do teach co-ed classes. Uh, is, it, is it really uh, the majority of women can shoot uh, straighter, more accurately than men generally, would you say? <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard that from so many people, instructors um, as well. You know, I don't really think so. I think that we – I think that women and men both have their own – attributes to for this you know and i think women think more deeply about it so they're a little more open-minded to you know hearing um you know and i i honestly wouldn't even say that i've been actually pleasantly surprised that um i can pretty much talk to anybody um that i'm teaching and everybody's open-minded and taking what i'm having to say and i i just think that we do it differently we take a different route we all get from a to c but how we get you know, use B in there is just a little bit different, whether we think different and it takes us more time to put more rounds down range more accurately, or we get more rounds on target, just sheer quantity. So I, I think women shoot less and um, take their time more. Uh, men maybe shoot a little bit faster and, and, you know, go that route. So I don't know. It's just a very um, interesting thing. <laughs> Well, I, I I bring it up because my wife is an excellent shot. I mean, just out of the out of the out of the gate, she was she picked up a pistol and bam, she was right on target. I was like, wow, you were like a natural. You're like Annie Oakley over here. Um, and and so I, I've always thought that, and I thought it was because you know guys were just like, we can do this, and and you know they're you know that's why they want the bigger clips so they can <laughs> you know so they can eventually hit the target. Um, but when you do your classes. Do you also do self-defense type of stuff even without firearms, or is it strictly firearms training that you guys do? Yes, we do self-defense-minded classes. Uh, One of them that comes to mind is our college student awareness class, safety class. And while it's geared, it's named to be geared towards college student, it's definitely um, a great class for anybody to take. Um, we use a lot of information in there that um, comes from a very popular book by Gavin DeBecker called The Gift of Fear. 
and we take some of those concepts and apply them to real life situations um, and are able to have, you know, conversations with people about certain situations in their life they've never been, you know, really aware of. Like, oh, I didn't realize that's what was happening. And, um, you know, it just kind of opens your mind a little bit. Um, the self-defense-minded aspect of that um, is a part of it. And then also our CCW class is really, the shooting is minimal. The beginning of the class, we definitely talk about guns. And then the latter half, we talk about legal stuff. But there's a lot in there specifically just about self-defense um, and just that mindset. I think self-defense is more a mindset than anything. It's, it's not, you know, the tool that you use or, you know, what you do with your hands or anything like that that's part of it, but really the mindset and, and how you're going to react in those critical situations, I think are, are uh, super important topics that um, we tend to cover in our classes. Yeah, it's, it's true. We're talking to Elizabeth Stark. She's one of the trainers at the Range St. Louis West, 14803 uh, Manchester Road out there in Baldwin. And, you know, I would say when it comes to campus safety, because I've had two kids go through school now, my biggest concern for both of them, and I know you guys teach this in this class, is situational awareness because if you're walking down the street anywhere and your head is buried in a cell phone and you're not paying any attention to what's going on around you, that's problem number one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely got to keep your head out of your phone. And, and it's it's not that you have to be paranoid, um, but the phone has changed our lives so much. And the people that are that do have their heads down their phone, you know, don't really care about everybody else. But the criminals or the people that might want to take advantage or, you know, victimize you or violently attack you or just steal your purse or your whatever, um, they're not keeping their heads on their phone. They're the ones that are looking around, paying attention, and they're going to pick the, the easiest victim and the victim that has their head in their phone, not paying attention to their surroundings and coming up and, um, you know, close to them, you just don't even realize it. So the phone has a huge role to play in our lack of awareness. And we talk about that heavily. Yeah, that's so true because people use their phones to not engage with people. They'll just, oh, I'm, right. I'm busy looking at my phone or I'm busy on my phone. And that's <laughs> the worst uh, place to be. I would like to shift gears with you um, to extend uh, 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 the question of when women carry they have these fancy purses with a nice little slot that's secure or the, uh, the, the fanny pack, which I wish would come back for men, but it doesn't. Um, but where do you feel it is best for women to carry the purse, the fanny pack, or literally on their body? And I think I know what you're going to say, but, uh, are the others just as effective? I, that's a great question. Uh, one that comes up a lot. And I think you, like you said, you know what I'm going to say? It's definitely on your body. Um, there's been countless situations where, well, first off, a woman a lot of times is just targeted because of their purse. So if they're if they're carrying a purse and that's where their their tool of self defense is, um, that's not a, a good day if that gets taken. You know, because not only did you lose all your belongings and everything, but you have no way of defending yourself if that person was going to be violent with you, um, because their goal is to get your purse away. If you carry the tool on your body, um, first off, it's not usually assume that a woman is carrying a lethal tool in their body. So it, it, you would have the element of surprise, I think, in that regard. Um, but another thing that I bring up with that that a lot of people don't consider is how stressed out are we, are, are we already with our purse? You know, when we set it down or hook it on the back of our chair at a restaurant, we're always keeping, an eye, keeping our eye on it to make sure nobody's going to run off with it. 
but if you have a gun in it, that's even more of a stress. You, sure. I mean, you can't put it down anywhere, um, not to mention around your kids or just, you know, at home, even in your safe place, you always have to be aware of it. Um, and to have to go digging into that thing, if, if, um, if you needed it, that's, that's quite a predicament. Yeah, it is. So is it, is it, um, in the, in the belt, in the waist? Cause that, that's a conversation I've had with my wife, uh, with some other women I know who can still carry that, you know, women, let, let's face it. I mean, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know about, I saw Bo the other day had on the sands about pants. So you got the relaxed waist. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but women wear, wear clothes that are tighter generally and, and, and carrying concealed, whether it's, uh, you know, on your back, uh, right hip or wherever can, can be, you got a plan for it, correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, there's, there's been some really wonderful holsters that have come out. Um, at, within the past couple years, I have one myself. It's um, made by a company that designed a beltless, I mean, really pantsless type holster system here, and it's it's pretty Hello. awesome. It it's it's all contained in itself. It's a belt that goes around your waist, and it has the holster attached to it. Oh wow! Um, it's extremely comfortable. I can wear it wearing a dress. I can wear it, wear it with leggings. I I've taken it to. Um, a trampoline park. My my three year old calls it a jumpling park, but um, <laughs> um, and it, it's so secure. And I I don't wear really tight clothing, but I do wear shirts that are a little more form fitting than what a guy typically would. And I was able to do a front flip, and that thing just stayed put and and didn't go anywhere. And it's actually a full size wow. gun, and um, I I didn't have to have a belt on. Um, I didn't have to have jeans on, and it wasn't bulging or anything it's just uh, a really nice system and we we sell them at our stores they're called the filster enigma um i'm happy to if anybody wants to reach out i can i can show them that help them put it together or whatever but um it really changed the market um substantially and guys wear it too um phil and um, Vinny and a couple other people at our store also have them and can go bike riding with them or go to the gym or or, or whatever it is that you need to do, and it's it's just fantastic. So, so the next time I see Phil, I should ask him if he's wearing his Spanx? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you get it out of, out of your holster if you're wearing a dress. Um, mm-hmm. That that would be a trick. But anyway, I guess we need to find out more about it. The name of that, uh, the brand of that holster is what again? It's called a Filster Enigma. So Filster is P-H-L-S-T-E-R. So okay. it's Phil okay. without the I. Well, um, I did just see the bra holster. Have you, you know, you know how some women, you know, that are, you know, uh, voluptuous will just, you know, put their phone in their, in their bra and carry their yeah. money around in their bra. There's actually a holster mark that you can wear if you have a bra. It, it like yeah. clips to it. I, I don't know how it works, but. I, I do. I have, I have two different kinds of those. And I think that that's a very specific niche. Um, it works for some people, not for others. It's not particularly secure for active use. If you're, you know, jogging or, um, you know, being athletic, yeah, it's yeah. just not um, very secure there, but it does work for some people who are not, you know, bouncing around a whole lot. Like, um, you know, somebody I know that wears it to work every day. Yeah. It does require a little bit. Well, it requires more training on drawing concepts and, and reholstering. Um, for sure. It's, it can be a little bit of a, a dangerous situation because of where it's pointed. Well, you know, a great conversation, Elizabeth. And I know you told me uh, in our interview earlier this week that 
you the the range which has just tons of training program uh, on the website i would encourage people to go to therangestl.com click on that training tab find a class that's coming up you told me you will specifically are planning a ccw class just for women correct yeah you got it um okay. our first one is on september 10th I think I heard something about wine is served afterwards. No, I'm like, Mark, we've been trying to we've been trying to get together for a bourbon for a long time. Can we go to the range and then and then go have a bourbon? That's girls just want to have guns. They after the guns are put away, then they bring out the drinks, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I know. That's it. what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Bo and I'll come up there and take a class. How about that? That'll be fun. <laughs> there you go. Elizabeth Starks, listen, we appreciate your time today. Great having you on here. Great information, and I hope to see you soon at the range. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on again. Yep. Tell everyone we said hi out there. Appreciate that. Again, therangestl.com. They're out there at 14803 Manchester Road in Baldwin. A great place. Great folks. Great training. It's they've got an indoor range downstairs. I love that place, Bo. Okay, that's uh, the uh, that's part of the two-way part of the show. The great outdoors. Ooh, Dr. Green has been calling you, Mark. Uh, there is a, a huge golf tournament coming up. We're going to find out when we talk to Bobby Jones from the Eureka Chamber of Commerce. It benefits, ultimately, backstoppers. We'll tell you all about it coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. I'm Bo Matthews. That's Mark Cox. And we've got special, special background music for the intro of this segment. Isn't this Shaft? Yes. It is. As in okay, what's maybe the... on a golf club? Uh, on When you're on the golf course, yes. you're playing with the shaft of the club. <sighs> that's Sometimes a you got to reach, but that's well, okay. Well, there are not... Okay, so now people will email me. There are not that many songs about golf. There are songs well, about playing golf poorly. True. But there are not songs. Themes, There's a Toby theme Keith song. song. from Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Well, see, I did think of that, too, but we've used that before, <laughs> and I wanted to try something else. And the one Toby Keith song that I want to play is Filthy, because it's about <laughs> playing golf poorly. Ah. Well, that Except would he describe my golf game. He does not use the word poorly. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's going to be uh, Googling that right now. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, as soon as I heard about this uh, tournament, this golf tournament, it's a charity golf tournament that's happening on a Friday, Friday, September 9th. And I thought, man, finally, it's so rare that that happens. Uh, but uh, Aberdeen Golf Club is putting on the ninth annual Eureka Chamber of Commerce annual golf tournament to benefit guns and hoses, which ultimately benefits backstoppers. I thought, Mark, you got to do this. This is a Friday afternoon. You can recover for the weekend. Uh, but uh, that's not going to happen because you've been booked. <laughs> I've, I've been booked that weekend. I've got to go out of town for for a wedding, uh, or I would love to be there because, you know, my strategy for golf these days, Bo, is to surround myself in a scramble with people who can golf, and then it makes <laughs> right. me look better. If I hit the occasional <laughs> putt or, you know, the occasional approach shot, sometimes I can get the ball off the tee okay, then, then I'm happy. If, I, if I've contributed, I'm happy. 
So I love. So you can you could you could flag down the flag down the uh, the drink cart as it's coming by. That would be my contribution to the the foursome. Uh, we got Bobby Jones. He's uh, been a friend for a long time. He's part of the chamber out in Eureka, and he's kind of heading up this golf tournament. Uh, so Bobby Jones, welcome to Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors where people go golfing. How are you, buddy? Good man. How are you? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We want to get the word out because we're looking for golfers for September 9th. Uh, tell us what you've got set up for uh, Aberdeen Golf Club. Yeah, so like you already mentioned, the fact that it's a Friday is pretty rare. Unlike Mark, I play in a lot of golf tournaments, it sounds like. I'm a I'm a ringer, is what they say. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, I'll remember usually, that. Usually they're on a, you know, usually they're on a Monday or, a, you know, uh, an odd time. But Aberdeen allows us to come out there on a Friday afternoon. It's a one o'clock, so you can even put in a half day work if you need to, and you can still come out and enjoy the day. The weather's almost always perfect in mid September like that. Um, we're down to just a few teams left, so we got a lot of a lot of interest in the tournament. It's been gaining a lot of momentum, but uh, yeah, you can hit up the website. You can sign up a team. We're uh, raffling off chances to win a, an eleven thousand dollar golf cart from a local business here in town, so you can get oh, yeah. tickets for that. We got sponsorships available, or if anybody just wants to come out and support a good cause, we'll have. Uh, you know, our police chief will be there. The fire chief will be there. We'll have uh, fire trucks. All the you know, the whole shebang will be out there. So. Wow, you're going to get Chief uh, Wiegan and Chief Brown out there at the same time? Yeah. Um, well, they do fight in a cart. They ride around together. They don't golf, so okay. they are not golfers. <laughs> but uh, I know it's shocking. They drive around and give each other a hard time and uh, try to see who can raise the most money for the police or the fire department and have a little competition amongst themselves. So. Yeah, because this actually all uh, benefits guns and hoses and ultimately backstoppers. Can you can you connect the dots? I mean, because you and I did a video about this on Facebook, and I appreciate your time doing that. But uh, but w- why does the money go to guns and hoses and then backstoppers? Can you explain that diagram? Yeah, so what we try to do at the Chamber is anytime we do a fundraiser, we kind of try to earmark the funds from a specific event for a cause. and. We're fortunate enough that our police chief and our fire chief are obviously very active in the community with those roles, but they also go above and beyond and are very active in the chamber and supporting all the other local businesses in the area and that kind of stuff. And they're very big supporters of the backstoppers, and they're very involved in guns and hoses. So what we do is we try to reach the $10,000 sponsorship level of guns and hoses. So we're one of their top sponsors, and we've done that the last four years, and we're trying to increase our sponsorship level. So our goal is 10,000 and above. And what it does is guns and hoses is designed specifically just to raise money for backstoppers. And I believe that's their biggest fundraiser of the year for that organization. Yeah. So it's kind of just a couple of dominoes, but yeah, we just start there and uh, see how it goes. Well, I I think this is a, Go ahead, Bo. <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity for, you know, for when you go to a charity golf tournament, a lot of times you're playing a, 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 a course you've never played before. Mark, have you ever played Aberdeen Golf Club? I have. Yeah, I've played several times over the years. Down oh, there. It's wow. Beautiful. Uh, and, and it's a Scottish Lynx. Is that what they call it? It's a little bit yeah, different. Kind of in the, it, it kind of banks up against the Merrimack River. You'd never know that it's just right there, but it's it's just in an old river valley, and it's uh, got a lot of rolling hills and long, thick grass that kind of brought a Scottish feel, you know, right to Eureka. So, yeah, yeah, it, it is a great golf course. I, you know, I would I just remind people. I often take for granted that they understand what guns and hoses is. Maybe a lot of people listening to us uh, do probably, but if you, but if you don't and you've never attended, 
Uh, it is a fundraiser for backstoppers. It is a boxing competition between the firefighters and uh, police departments. All submit people uh, who who have the guts to train and get in the ring and and go at each other. And it is it is an an entertaining night. If you've never been to it, I love going every year. It's always the night before Thanksgiving, so there's no excuse. Everybody's home from from uh, their in from out of town visiting, and I, I really hope uh, people. I, I the tickets may be on sale already, aren't they? For guns and hoses? I, I I don't know. Do you know that, Bobby? I don't, but I imagine they will be. If not, we yeah. can get that information. We put all that on our website and all that good stuff too. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the uh, number one beer sales night at the at the <laughs> venue all year long. So it's a good time for everybody that goes. It, it really is. As a matter of fact, for several years, my father and I, because uh, my dad was a Golden Glove boxer back when he was in the Air Force, uh, for several years, I want to say there was three or four years in a row, uh, we would go get a tattoo, uh, each of us, on on uh, in the afternoon, and then we would go to the Guns and Hoses fights, and he we always had a blast at that event. It's, it's just, it's fantastic. And you notice it's the firefighters fighting the police officers. The paramedics are not fighting, but they are sure on site in case they need to be... <laughs> Services hey, there were some great matches last year. I tell you what, and and honestly, um, you know, uh, the one I think maybe the one I was most impressed with was one of the ladies' b- bouts, and uh, they were getting after it. I'm just telling you, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I went to this years ago, and then m- my wife, her, her father was a St. Louis County police officer, and uh, she's got. We both have such a great admiration, respect for, uh, you know, our the, all of our first responders, the police, firefighters, uh, paramedics, everyone. And I started taking her again a couple of years ago, and it's it's a tradition for us now. We love going yeah. down there and doing that, and I really wish I could come out to your golf tournament on the ninth and help out with that because uh, what a great effort. Yeah, all the proceeds go to the same spot. So you can, you can support us. You can go to Guns and Hoses. It all contributes to the same thing, and that's what we're all about. So. Yeah, I, I also want to point out, Bobby Jones, uh, our guest on uh, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, eurekachamber.org slash events to get registered for the golf tournament. Uh, you can also go on the Eureka Chamber of Commerce uh, Facebook page to get more information about this golf cart. And you don't even have to golf to buy one of these chances of this golf cart. How many neighborhoods is it legal now to to ride around in a golf cart? Uh, you got to check it out, and it's really cool. It's uh, like uh, Bobby mentioned at the front of this. It's like worth eleven grand. I mean, you can get a golf cart for you know a couple grand, but this one is really nice. Seats four people, and I think it's twenty five dollars a chance on this. And there's only going to be a thousand tickets, so it's going to be a great fundraiser for Guns and Hoses. But uh, even if you don't golf, if you go to Goose Creek or you go down to the Lake of the Ozarks and you can drive a golf cart around your neighborhood, you ought to get in on this drawing. Even if you don't golf, that's just a great way to do it. Uh, are you guys sold out on sponsors, real quick, Bobby? Uh, we still have a couple of sponsorships available, and if you go to the same website, it'll have a nice menu item of what's sold out and what's available, but it's, it's a lot of exposure. We'll have a full field. We'll have 36 teams, so a lot of people will see your name or your business if you want to go ahead and sponsor something. So uh, can people buy chances on the golf cart online? I, I uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. where we're getting most of our sales from. You Good. can sign them up. You don't have to have a ticket. We'll stay at all. We're going we're gonna to draw it the day of the golf tournament. At the end of the day, we'll do it live on Facebook, all that good stuff. Maybe we can convince Bo to help us with some of that. I sure. know he helps us out with a lot. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I'm, pull, I'm pulling my ticket, buddy. Yeah. yeah I'll... You don't have to be there to win. We already paid the taxes on it, so it's not like we're going to give you a prize and then stick you with a sales tax bill, so it's all <laughs> taken care of. And uh, we're going to try to deliver it that night. We'll just load it up take it to your house. So. Wow. 
That's great. So yeah. people can go to eurekachamber.org uh, slash events if they want to uh, buy one of the raffle tickets on the on the golf cart. That would be fantastic. Or several. Or several, yeah, I would hope. Yeah, we're still a lot of people right. buy, you know, four, eight, ten of them, so... <laughs> well, Bob, Bobby, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate this uh, this uh, time and uh, keep up the great work with Guns and Hoses. Again, the Eureka Chamber of Commerce Annual Golf Tournament, Aberdeen Golf Club, September 9th. Oh, and by the way, we forgot to mention uh, it's a shotgun start at one o'clock in the afternoon. So you don't even have to get up, uh, you know, bright and early to uh, to get out there. You can, you know, like like Bobby mentioned, you can put it a half day or or as Mark Cox would do, a whole day yeah, before going you. out. <laughs> um, but but again, go to eurekachamber.org slash events to register. Bobby, thank you much. We'll see you out there, okay? Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All, All right. right. Bobby, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Yep, take care. No problem. Good stuff. Yeah, but now that he mentioned that, that he's a ringer, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, go out Be on there and his team. bring him onto one of my mm-hmm. other scramble teams when I I play occasionally <laughs> isn't it kind of like uh, uh usually a navy seal doesn't say they're a navy seal <laughs> usually and, and for him to say i'm a ringer oh, i know I mean, you, it, ain't, it ain't cocky if you can back it up that's right that's right if you can walk the walk you can you can say that uh, all you want and you're right by the way bo a one o'clock start is ideal because i could finish my morning show actually go home and get a nap and still make it out in time to play golf that's perfect you know, if you weren't uh, leaving town, you know, we could get a helicopter for you to oh, get you yeah. to the wedding. Yeah. Come on, let's work on this. We can, we know people, right? That you might, know somebody has a plane? That might cut into their profits a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, yeah. uh, going to be a great weekend. Uh, bonfire weekend, I think, uh, for us this weekend. Going to be fantastic. Enjoy whatever you're doing in the great outdoors. And uh, we'll see you next week on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.